Welcome to the Revival Podcast. I am your host, Jack Gallego, creator of Revival by Jack, aka the best protein cookie you will ever have in your life. I am also a fitness and health lover, a chef, a foodie, and a creative entrepreneur. I love using my passion to craft and empower the intuitive freedom for the fitness-loving, health-adoring foodie at heart who craves knowledge and balance in their day-to-day life. In this podcast, I bring you episodes from myself and many other amazing guests that are going to help you spark your revival and enhance your life through insights on all things wellness, fitness, personal development, and business. So let's get to it. Alrighty, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. On this episode, I have the amazing Kaylee and Nicole. She is a social influencer turned massive business owner. She is also the creator behind Gal Getaways, which are social networking events slash bonding and mentoring sessions slash speaking engagements slash the best IG worthy photo taking events possible. I have personally been to one of these and they are a game changer for girls wanting to network, build brands, and just get like really, really freaking hype about their future. Not only is she a business owner, but Kaylee is also a college student at USF majoring in marketing. She loves Jesus and spreading his light and also works with major brands like Ashley Home Furniture, Bar Taco, Vici Dolls, and so much more. This girl is always up to something. So today we are going to talk all about how she turned her social influencing into a legit entire career, how she began working with really big brands, misconceptions by peers, and her untold horror stories throughout her career because we all have them. So here we go with Kalia. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You guys, this is literally going to be legit gold for you. I cannot wait. Let's get to it. Awesome. Hey girl, what's up? Um, What's up? Thank you so much for coming on today. I so appreciate it. Heck yeah, girl. I'm pumped. Luna got super pumped just now. I think she was was like, yep, we're pumped. (laughs) oh my gosh how are you good how are you doing how is everything good good just working trying to get through school hey usual gosh luna okay luna come on let's turn it down a little bit i swear i swear she's like every time she hasn't barked all day except for when i've been on podcasts oh my gosh are you doing interviews all day um i just had two of them Okay. I, did, I did them in the morning time, but it's just funny because she's been su- such an angel. And then now yeah. she's, she's like, yo, you're talking. Yo, yo. <laughs> she's like, let me get up on there too, mom. <laughs> That's so funny. Can you hear her in your podcast? Um, probably. So anyone who's listening, <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> like, yeah. But anyways, thank you so much for coming on. Can you just explain about yourself, Gal Getaway? A little yeah. bio about you. Heck yeah. So my name is Kalia. Most people call me Kay because my name can be kind of difficult. <laughs> but I am a social influencer based in St. Pete, Florida. And then I'm also the founder of Gal Getaway, which is a basically a company where I host events, trips, and workshops for female creatives and entrepreneurs. And it's not just limited to like influencers or bloggers or entrepreneurs, but kind of anyone and everyone, if you're a female and you're just wanting to network with other women and just, you know, gain some community and get around other people that 
are, you know, just passionate about life or business or just anything really. It's just a fun way to, you know, hang out, have girls trips, have girls events and meet new people. And yeah, I'm a full-time college student as well. That was so fun. <laughs> but I graduate this year. I graduate in August and then I'll be able to close that chapter. So I'm very excited. But yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me. I love dogs also. I like to eat food. Fun <laughs> little fun facts. When did you start Gal Getaways? So I started Gal Getaway last year. It was actually as a result of basically going to a ton of events as an influencer and realizing that in the midst of all these events where we were just promoting other people's products or brands or just, you know, openings of new stores and whatnot, that you're spending so much time promoting other people that you really couldn't connect with other girls that were actually there. And I felt like, you know, community is such a valuable part of just being a human and then also, you know, being a creative and, you know, being in this industry. So I thought, why don't I just start creating events and, you know, hosting them myself and really give women the opportunity to meet other people and actually be present and just hang out and chat and, you know, drink some wine, need some food and all that fun stuff. And so I started last year in February of 2018. So we're almost on our, basically our year anniversary, which is kind of crazy. And I can't believe that. And then we're kind of doing as like our anniversary ordeal thing. We're having a Galentine's getaway in February, the 14th to the 16th, and kind of in honor of the first ever gal getaway that we did, which was a Galentine's getaway. So it's, it's like a little sweet memory and I'm very excited. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's such a good day to have an anniversary on. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, it's like, I think last year we did the Galentine's getaway the weekend before Valentine's Day, but it just worked out that it happened to be, you know, the house that I could get was the weekend of actual Valentine's Day. So I was like, all right, we'll just, we'll go forward and we'll celebrate. <laughs> well, when you got in, when you started social media, like when you first, first started, did you get on social media for the intention of becoming a social influencer? No, actually not at all. So I started a blog my freshman year of college, just kind of because I wanted a platform where I could express, express myself as a creative and I loved fashion and I was obviously transitioning into college. And so I wanted just a place where I could talk about that transition, talk about, you know, my outfits and, <laughs> and like Outfit yeah, literally <laughs> OOTD. So I, you know, started my blog, which is KayleeNicole.com. And from there, I just started to gain some traction. I'm very dorky and just weird. And I think that people just started to relate to that. And it was, you know, something different that they weren't seeing through all the curated, you know, picture perfect Instagram photos and stuff. So I think with that, I just started to gain some traction, started to grow. And then being around other bloggers and influencers in the community, I realized, oh, brand partnerships are a thing. And so I decided to take a swing at that. And I, you know, ended up really falling in love with it, really enjoying it. And so I kind of started to make that my thing of working with brands and, you know, doing clothes and having, you know, just free products and stuff. And with that, it just, that also started to grow. And then I I kind of became known for working with brands and 
you know, just kind of sharing my expertise on the subject and on the industry, shining some light on, you know, what did bloggers and influencers actually get paid? How do you, you mm-hmm. know, start pitching to brands, you know, things like that. So I definitely didn't start out thinking, yeah, I'm going to become a social influencer. <laughs> I think a lot of people now do, yeah. you know, start with the intention of thinking, okay, I really want to make something out of this. I want to become an influencer, but I definitely just went into it thinking it'd be fun to talk about clothes. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, yep. definitely. Do you, do you remember what one of your first posts were? I think, yes. Okay. So it was actually this like really, I thought it was this magazine shot. I was like in this denim jacket <laughs> and it was like a sweater denim jacket. So I had like a sweater hood and like sweater sleeves, but like the vest was denim and like black pants. And I'm like stepping off the curb, like into the street in downtown. And I'm like, looking at the side and I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I was like, this is the one I'm launching with this photo. I thought I looked so cool. I had like my aviator, like forever 21, like $2 aviators on. I was like, Ooh, yeah, I'm fly. So I posted that up and, you know, kind of launched with that. And then also just like a little video of my website that I had created and stuff. Well, that my designer had created, not me. I'm awful with tech, but I just kind of posted that up and that was when I started. And yeah, I look back, I like archived all those photos. I was like, oh my gosh, I was such a noob. What is this? (laughs) So how do you feel like your posts differ from when you first started to now? Mm -hmm. What are things that you can see complete, like differences? Like, oh my God. (laughs) First off, I don't look like a fetus anymore. I feel like I'm... (laughs) grown up a little bit. Um, besides that, I think, you know, when I first started, it was a lot about fashion and like, again, OOTDs or, you know, how to get A's in college. Cause I was super into college as a freshman. Now I'm like, C's get degrees. So I was just trying to make it through. Um, but I, you know, just talked a lot about just kind of where I was. And I still do that a lot today. I'm very, very transparent and authentic about, you know, what's going on in my life. What's on, you know, happening behind the scenes, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly about business. But in my captions, I talk a lot more about business now. So I try and give helpful tips. I'm, you know, trying to do like IGTV videos or, you know, just Instagram stories or lives where I'm really, you know, creating a space where the people that are following me and all of my audience, they can really get a lot of value out of, you know, being a part of my community and just following me online. I don't want it to be in vain where I'm like, you know, it's great for people that love like to know it, but like, that's not my thing. And, you know, just being like, Hey, here's my outfit and here are the like to know it deets, you know, that's kind of not really my niche anymore. So I've just really transitioned into sharing a lot more about business and just, you know, what's helped me, what doesn't help me, what I regret, what I, you know, wish I had done. And so I think that's the the biggest difference for sure. But I still try and take cute outfit pictures because fashion's my first love. (laughs) And is there ever a time when like you see things that like say, because now I feel like we're in a time where people go on social media or start one to become an influencer. Mm -hmm. Is there ever times when you're like scrolling through and you see people who, you know, are just like, they're they're doing some things and you're like, (laughs) you're like, if I could just. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything for like people who are trying Mm -hmm. and they may not even know that they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, like, girl, let me, please, let me help you. Um, Yeah, I think there's just a lot of misconceptions about, you know, working with brands, about being an influencer. It looks very, you know, fun and trendy. It's like everyone wants to be an influencer nowadays. I was talking about this with my friend the other day because he had texted me and he was like, Kalia, I just went to Express and there's a shirt right on the mannequin that says influencer. He's like, apparently nowadays you only need to pay $10 to become an influencer. I was like, oh my gosh. And it's so funny because he like used to work at IBM and he actually runs a company locally called Revy's. And so he, 
you know, basically rinse out like vintage cars. And so we have a lot of conversations about, you know, what it actually takes to be an influencer because it's not this, you know, oh, celebrity, like I get free stuff and I'm doing all these unboxings. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of, you know, hours spent pitching and then hours curating content and then writing captions and researching hashtags, tagging brands, you know, commenting back to people that are commenting on your post, trying to get engagement, you know? And so for people that are kind of wanting to get into it and I will scroll and it's like people will just wait around for brands to reach out to them or they'll say, Oh, when I'm at 5k or when I'm at 10k or when I'm at 15k, when I get to this certain number, then I can start reaching out to brands or then I could get paid. And I tell them all the time that, you know, I was at a little under a thousand followers. When I made my, made my first like paid post. It was like $25. I was like, I'm rich. I'm, I'm made it. I've made it guys. And you know, from there I just kind of, you know, grew, but a lot of people just kind of wait around or they'll be like, Hey, you know, I'm not hearing back from any brands. I don't understand. And I'm like, okay, send me a pitch. You know, what, what are you emailing them? They're like, email, I'm just DMing them. I'm just saying I want to work with them. And I'm like, no, like you have to email them, you know, or it's just like a very basic pitch or, you know, they're just like, oh, I just want to work with them. I just want free stuff. I just want free stuff. And it's just, it's like this facade. It's like this, this influencer mask and it's so fun and it's trendy and stuff. And so I don't know. I think it's just so different now. Cause when I first started being an influencer, that wasn't, people weren't going into this thinking I want to be an influencer and that's what I want to do. And I think it's great. And obviously, you know, that's a title that I've carried for a long time now, but you know, it starts to lose its luster after a while when you realize <laughs> it's really stinking hard. And it, you know, it's a lot of work behind the scenes that people don't see when you just see the final post of Instagram. So I would say just a lot of misconceptions of like, Oh, I have to wait around or I have to be at this many followers or brands only care about numbers. Cause those things are just not true. Is there stuff that you feel like you paid more attention to when you started to get more career focused into it and you like after like your first $25 post and you were like (laughs) like you're like whoa like I can literally like start making a living from this like what changed I think that when I first I made that first post for like $25 I was like oh my gosh I I could do something with this and I've always been very business minded and business driven I'm going to school for marketing and international business and so I always knew I wanted to be in business I just didn't really know what that looked like and so when I started doing this and I was like man like taking pictures is fun and like talking about my outfits is fun and working with brands and being able to support them like I really enjoy that I just kind of took the risk and thought okay what if I start reaching out to brands and seeing if they're willing to work with me or they're willing to pay me to create content for them. I I just wonder what would happen. So I just kind of went for it. And when I realized that that started to pick up traction and I started to make more money and more money and more brands wanted to work with me. And I saw that there was an actual need in the industry for, you know, the kind of work that I was creating, you know, for these brands, I just thought, okay, well, I need to shift my focus and stop looking at this as like, oh, this is fun and it's a hobby and think, okay, how can I actually make this into a source of income where I could apply it towards my college books or towards my rent or towards buying food or going to, you know, Trader Joe's and stuff like that. You know, how can I change my focus and just really make it more business, business focused. And so I think it was just kind of taking that risk because I didn't, I never knew until getting into it, like, the rejection or that brands might be like, what do you mean paying you for posts or, you know, that kind of thing. And it also was just very new when I started. And so I was like, well, why not? You know, I was like 17 in college. I was like, nah, I got this, you know, I was just super optimistic. And I I think that was in my favor, but 
you know, I just kind of have let it, you know, grow from there and just kind right. of take off. <laughs> right, Luna? <laughs> Amen. Amen. She's no, like, yeah, 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 I respect yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> she's, my, she's my hype girl. Yeah. Um, every, everyone needs one. <laughs> that is right, girl. I get you. Luna. <laughs> I apologized, everyone. <laughs> my dog it. just like, doesn't. Just if I lock things. if I if I lock her up in my bedroom, she just has the patio. So then she'll make an even louder. I can't win. <laughs> Either way. Either way. <laughs> but um yeah. what are some of your favorite like not necessarily your favorite, but your favorite misconceptions that you hear when it comes to a, the influencer life? Oh, probably that it's easy. <laughs> probably yeah. I mean that's the biggest one. I mean besides going into just like on the surface in general, just that it's easy or even like, this is something funny, but I don't know if you watch the, the bachelor, but yes. oh my I, God, love the bachelor. I love it so much. <laughs> and everyone, <laughs> can agree on this. Yes. Everyone. Yeah, oh my God. We should do that. Like that a whole video about the bachelor. We should. Yeah. Uh, I'm so down. Okay. Um, let's read. Let's do that also. <laughs> I am obsessed. None of my Same. friends like it. Oh, I love it. I literally, Ryan and I watched it last night. Hilarious. We just sit there and we just kind of laugh because it's just so funny. I mean, like, I'm like, yeah, like props to you guys, but I just love to, I just think it's hilarious. I think these girls are so funny, but there's one girl, I think it's, is it Hannah G? But she's a content creator. She's like the one girl that like, she does, I think a lot of stuff for like red dress boutique or one of these boutiques and she's a content creator and she got so much crap about going on the show and being a content creator. Everyone was like, oh, so that just means like, you're an Instagram model and like you just post on Instagram and she like I don't know if she ever said anything because I didn't follow up on it but I'm like I want you to like I want you to win because people don't understand like it's a lot of hard work and especially if you're working with brands like you got to stay on top of your crap like you got to know like how do you fill out tax forms are you writing contracts how do you negotiate how are you, how many times are you sending pitch emails what are you saying in the pitch emails how much should you charge like are they willing to pay what's their budget like like all these questions and people all they see is Oh, I worked with this brand and here's like a cute Instagram post and I'm, I'm looking all snazzy and whatever. And I get free stuff and it's, there's so much on the back end. And so I think that a lot of people look at, you know, if they're not in the industry, then they look at other people and they're like, Oh, that's easy. Like all you do is post on Instagram. Is that even a real job? And I'm like, <laughs> let me just, let's just take a seat right now. Like, let me just talk to you about this. Okay. So I think that's the biggest one just in general is that it's easy or that, you know, we don't work as hard as other people or like people that work a nine to five, but in reality, like this is my nine to five, you know, I just mm -hmm. work from home. I don't go to an office. Like I just go to my kitchen Island <laughs> and I sit there and I work. Yeah. And it's basically like your marketing, like mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's a yep. legit job. I want to remember which one Hannah G is now. Right. She's so, she's the one that got the first impression rose. She's oh, super cute. Yeah. She's so cute. I love her. She's like kind of like shy, but just so beautiful. And like, I don't know, she just seems really sweet. And so I love her and I'm like rooting for her. I'm like, go content creator. But that's what they put in her freaking like thing when they, it's like her name and her age and it's like content creator. And everyone was like, I don't like that. And I'm like, y'all, you need to sit down. Well, one of the things that I love about you a lot, and I know other people do, is that you're very honest and just like raw about everything that goes on behind oh, the scenes. Thanks, girl. And I remember we and I remember we were emailing about this. Like we kind of wanted to talk about like your horror stories a little bit when it comes to working <laughs> with brands. <laughs> and just like some of your experiences oh, so that people know. Like I think they just there is like this conception that 
you get every single thing like perfectly with a brand. Yeah. Like yeah. every single thing is flawless mm-hmm. and just because the photo is flawless, like the end mm-hmm. result. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just easy breezy, but like <laughs> easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is human. Like stuff just happens. So yeah. what are some of the things that um that you have gone through with working oh brands my gosh. learned about? Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> I guess oh, the man, first time. I have, uh, I can't even remember the first time. They're all jumbled up now. It's just in like a compartment in my brain where it's like, wow, Mayday, that was awful. I can't believe that happened. But I think this is kind of a more recent one and it doesn't even have to, it's kind of about working with brands, but it also has to do with Gal Getaway. So I went to Austin, Texas back in September of last year and did a Gal Getaway there. And I had reached out to the guy that we were renting the house from. It was like a beautiful place. And it wasn't through Airbnb. It was through his own company. And he was like, yeah, I'll give you a discounted rate. Like if you give us pictures and promotions, whatever, you know, what I typically do for houses that I'm renting. And so I get there and I'm supposed to check in at like 4 PM. I get there and the house is trashed absolutely trashed. I'm talking like crap everywhere. It smells like someone dumped a freaking keg of beer all over the living room. It is awful. And I walk in there and I was like, hello. And the cleaning ladies are over there and they're like, hello. And I was like, hi, like (laughs) what's going on here? And they're like, um, are you checking in today? And I said, yes. And I literally just got off the phone with the owner who confirmed that I was checking in at four today. And I'm like pretty heated at this point because I have, you know, several girls that are supposed to meet me in two hours. I'm supposed to prep the entire place, you know, set out the goodie bags, get the food ready, get ready to welcome them, et cetera. And here I am looking at this place that's absolutely trashed. And so I ended up calling the owner and I just, I mean, in a very, I was trying to be very gracious. (laughs) But I was my, the Puerto Rican in me was enraged. I was flaring. I mean, I went off with the nicest words I could. Wasn't (laughs) cursing him out, but I was very close, but I was just not happy. And he was like, I am so sorry. Like I'll have, I'll make sure they clean up ASAP. Um, we'll make sure to, you know, take care of this and resolve it, blah, 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 blah. blah. So, you know, they clean up. And at this point I'm like, I'm frustrated because, you know, what if they're going to start cleaning up super like sloppily and they're not going to, you know, get everything that they need to. And so I, you know, do the trip. And at the end of it, I was like, listen, I want, you know, some of a refund because like something like I want, because the floors were still sticky. The house wasn't ready on time. I had to push back the time that the girls were meeting me there. It was just a mess. It was a nightmare. And So he said, yeah, I'm going to give you back. Um, I forget how much money it was. He's like, I will absolutely like refund you X amount of money. Oh my gosh, puppy. I have to put her up. (laughs) I have to put her up here. Trying to like mean mug the door. Oh my goodness. I can't. Wow. I just want to jump through this screen and grab her right now. So I, you know, he agrees that he's going to give me my money back, blah, blah, blah. So I get back to Florida and I'm like, you know, here's the payment link to pay me back my money. He pushes it off. He starts ignoring my calls, not answering me. It goes on forever. This is and then after? He just, yeah, this is after. And he just completely ghosts me. And then his website disappears. I can't find any information on him. I have like all my friends looking like trying to do some FBI kind of stuff. And we can't find anything. Like this guy just completely disappears. And this is actually funny. This happened a few weeks ago. So all of a sudden I'm like, I'm here at my apartment, um, getting ready to watch a movie or something, or I was just like hanging out with my friends. And all of a sudden I get this text message from him, from him. And he says F off. And I haven't talked to him in months. And I was like, I'm floored. This 
guy has the nerve. I was like, you know what? Jesus, just control me right now because I'm about to say some pretty choice words to this guy. But I just kind of drop it. But like, that's a, that was awful. I mean, I learned so much from that situation. And then even when I went to Hawaii in December, I learned so much from that. But then with in specific with brands, I have and like the houses, the houses that you like get also yeah. just like to paint a picture for everyone they are like mansions yeah so I yeah. Like they yeah. here, so I can only imagine like oh, it was the, the amount I mean, of the investment yeah. that you did not get back oh, these, are, I, these are not I just lost, little airbnb mm, no they are like usually the smallest one I think I ever rented was six bedrooms and the one we have for next month is, for the Galentine's getaway is eight bedrooms, seven and a half bath. So they're big, they're big houses. So it was, yeah, when I say it was trashed, it was like everywhere it was trashed. It was awful. But then even in Hawaii, like the Airbnb didn't work out. It's just been like, it's all a learning experience, but <laughs> I think with a brand, what happened is one time I had this brand that wouldn't pay me. So I completed all the work and I had a contract with them and they wouldn't pay me. And so I, I mean, being the great person that I am, went on my stories and went off. And I said, this brand, you know, isn't willing to pay me. I called them out. And all of a sudden I ring, ring, ring. Here comes my phone ring a ding dong. And there they are. They're like, I'm so sorry. For some reason, the check didn't go through and uh, we're making sure that goes out ASAP. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> I remember that post too. Yep. I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, I was not having it. I mean, and that was worth, you know, several thousands of dollars. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not playing this. You know, I was no, like, I it's not a little hobby anymore. Like, no, it's your no. it is my career. It's my business. You know, I was expecting that I was under contract. I was like, I, <laughs> I told him on the phone. I was like, listen, I'm happy. I'm very happy to get my lawyer involved. Cause I know we have a contract. So if you want to play this with me, like, let's go. Cause I'll go That's with you. Crazy. Cause you but, even, you even had a contract with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then everything. that was, yeah. And so that, these are like more recent ones, but I think the biggest one when I first started, I didn't have a contract and I lost a couple hundred dollars from not having a contract. Cause they just ghosted me after I did all the work. And so I learned really quickly, always have a contract in place, but I mean, and there's just things like sometimes you can't control. I've had a company I've worked with that have gone bankrupt. And so I can't, get, I can't get any money from them because apparently they have no money. And so you just, you know, now when I work with brands, I try and always look at like financial statements and see like, where's the company at Mm -hmm. to make sure, can you pay me? Because if not, then I'm kind of screwed. You know, I learned that, you know, I was in a class one time, it was actually in accounting that my teacher was like, anytime you take a new job, always ask the company for their financial statements because you want to make sure that before you take this, that they're going to be able to pay you and they have a steady stream of income coming in or else, you know, you're not going to get paid. And so I kind of took that advice, (laughs) put it towards brands and it's, you know, helped, but obviously, you know, life happens. And so you just have to have, you know, an emergency fund and a savings fund in order to, you know, be able to support those things that, you know, could come up unexpectedly. But yeah, I have, I mean, besides the wise, I have a lot of horror stories because it is not always rainbows and butterflies working with brands. I mean, you know, they'll, I've had some brands that'll just do anything they can to not pay you. And it's so frustrating. After you do all the work. Yeah. Oh yeah. After, after everything, they get everything they want out of me. And then they're like, oh no, we have no money. I'm like, I will come over there. (laughs) And I will strangle you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, people are gonna think I sound awful. No, I'm totally kidding. I would never do that for anyone listening. 
<laughs> but I don't play. I mean, I really don't. I think I was, I was so nice too at the beginning when I first started, you just obviously very naive. And so you kind of have to get a little bit tougher and really demand like, Hey, this is my business. This is my career. This is how I pay my bills. So you got to pay me or else. <laughs> yeah. It's like a combination of being naive, but then also wanting more experience and exposure. Exactly. You're like, like I did need, like, even though that I feel like those things did happen, you're like, well, I'm kind of glad I got the experience. If yeah. you look like at the soup, the light at like the very end of the time. Yeah. I'm like just now starting to laugh about things that happened like six years ago. No, I was kidding. I've only been doing this for a couple of years, but yeah, I think you just have to, you know, take it with a grain of salt and know, okay, you know what? Yeah. This sucked that this happened, but I obviously these things I couldn't have prepared for, I would have never expected, but now that they have happened, I can prepare for them in the future and understand like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, a possibility. So let's prepare for that ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know, but that's only something that comes with, you know, having gone through it firsthand. And then like, how do you, how would you give someone advice on how to reach out to a brand if they're wanting to make it yeah. more of a career wise and not just for like fun and to be a hobby? Like what are like yeah. main points that you definitely need to touch upon? Yeah. So first thing obviously is you want to send an email. So not sending DMs because it's very impersonal and you really want to show that you took the time to, you know, sit down and craft an email and then send that out. But obviously you want to start with like a quick introduction. I think overall the pitch that I send is no more than five paragraphs with only a couple sentences each. A lot of people make the mistake of sending out pitch emails that are so long and lengthy and explain everything that they're about and everything that they're doing and not to be blunt, but to be blunt, they just don't care. Brands don't care. They want to know, you know, what, what can you give us? Like, why is this worth our time? So you want to really showcase that more than anything. And so you want to start out with like an introduction of, you know, who you are, you know, what you do, and then going into, you know, how did you find this brand? Why do you want to work with this brand? You know, creating a specific vision for them. So going on their website saying, Hey, I love this exact dress and I would love to feature it in this way. And it's going to be shot by this photographer. And, you know, I'd love to create an Instagram post or do an Instagram story takeover with you or an IGTV video series or, you know, anything like that, that's unique and different and really just, you know, giving them an overall picture of what they can expect from working with you and not just saying, Hey, I like her stuff. I'd love to work with you. Would you be down? Yes or no? Because then you don't hear back or then you don't land that deal because the brand, it just sounds like a general basic email that they've heard all the time. So in order to stand out, because this is a saturated market, you really have to show that you're paying attention, that you care. Did they launch a new product recently? Did they, do they have a new collection? Are they trying to promote something, you know, recently? Like for example, um, do you know the company Buy B-A-I, the drinks? Yes, yes, yes. So they have a new- I always said it was Bay. Bay, yo, Bay drinking over here. <laughs> Maybe it is Bay. I'm not really sure. But anyway, they're delicious. And so they just created a new product called um, Buy Bubbly. And a bunch of influencers started to promote them. And so I am currently having like my PR intern for Gal Getaway. I was like, hey, reach out to them and see if we can secure some Buy Bubbly or Gal Getaway, because clearly that's something that they're trying to push. Mm-hmm. So just being aware and you know paying attention to things like that. What are other influencers promoting? Can you create something that's unique and also promoting that product? Because obviously they're trying to make a marketing push with that. So just you know giving some behind the scenes details and not making it so vague of like, hey, I just want to work with you. Like why? What kind of products do you want to you know showcase? Why do you want to showcase those products? How do you want to showcase them? Going back to the basics of like the who, what, when, where, why 
and then also sharing your idea. And then also, you know, having a media kit or a one sheet is very important. I know for FOHR offers girls or not girls, but just anyone, any influencer, blogger, creative entrepreneur, photographer, whatever, this opportunity to print out a one sheet based on their Instagram analytics. And it breaks down, you know, your likes, your average likes per post, your average comments, your followers, how, what your engagement rate is, your demographics. And that's just a one sheet piece of paper. So when you're sending out a pitch, you can send that pitch email. And then at the end say, Hey, I would love to send over my media kit or my one sheet with you. If you're interested in possibly pursuing a collaboration together, let me know. I'll send that over. You don't want to send it initially because if you send a pitch email and then also include an attachment, the email will bounce and you will never hear back. So you want to, you know, hook them with your pitch and then say, Hey, I would love to send you more info as to why I think numbers wise, I would be a good fit for working with you. So then you can send over your media kit or your one sheet and then move forward in that way. So, you know, you want to send a strong pitch email, but then you also want to have the numbers, the analytics and the demographics to back it up. So it's not just like, Hey, I have some great ideas. Um, you also, you know, you want to say, Hey, I have great ideas. And I also have the numbers that would prove this campaign to be successful. And this is something that like you still do, even though like, mm -hmm. like even you still do it to the same. Oh this my gosh. Something that like, once yeah. you have like oh, quote, gosh, quote, no. made it, you don't have yeah. to do anymore. Like you still continue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, never. I don't think anyone ever makes it. I was just having a conversation with my other friend, Josie, the other day. We were talking about how there are influencers now that are have millions of followers or like hundreds of thousands or millions. And they're actually struggling more than micro influencers because they now either can roughly only work with designer brands because only they have the budget in order to pay for their posts because their posts are 3000, 4000, 5000 per photo. And a lot of brands can't afford that. So micro influencers are in a very opportune position to make a lot of money because brands have the budget for it to pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars here and there for a post or a takeover or IGTV videos or YouTube videos or whatever. And so you never really make it. And there's never going to be a point where I feel like people can just kind of sit back and be like, Oh, I'm not going to pitch. I'm just going to kind of wait around for brands to reach out to me because that's when the money starts stops coming in. That's when the opportunities start rolling in. Because if you're just sitting around waiting for people to reach out or waiting for people to, you know, come knocking on your door, you're going to be waiting around for a long time. Unless like you have to put yourself out there. I tell people this analogy all the time that if you're looking for a job, you don't just sit at home and you're like, Oh, I really hope like someone is looking for exactly the skill set that I have to offer. And you just wait, there and you just hope that someone will come knocking on your door. You don't do that. You go out there, you apply, you go to interviews, you look on LinkedIn, you look on monster.com. You're putting yourself out there in order to get the job that you want. It's the same thing. If you want this job, if you want to work with these brands, you got to put yourself out there. And so that's why I'm such a big advocate of pitching. And that's the biggest thing that I teach because a lot of other influencers are teaching, just have a lot of good content, just be consistent, just post, just have good hashtags. And that's great. And that's valuable. And that does play apart. But if you don't know how to put yourself out there and pitch to a brand as to why they should work with you and why they should pick you over these people, you're not going to get anywhere. And so about 90% of the partnerships that I've ever, you know, done have been because I've pitched to them, not because I sat around waiting for them to come to me. And then also because a lot of these brands that I work with end up 
basically they're like PR agencies that also work with other brands. So I'll like do a good collaboration with them. And then they're like, Hey, we love what you did with this brand. Would you be willing to do something for this brand? And then it just kind of builds. And it's like this inner web that just keeps expanding and expanding. And you start to build a relationship with these agencies or these brand managers. And then they start recommending you to other brand managers or other agencies that they know. And you get more work from that by putting yourself out there and just constantly pitching new ideas. And I also was just telling someone else too that whenever you're going about brand collaborations, you want to look at them as something that's relational, not transactional. You don't want to approach these as like a one and done brand deal of, Oh great. That was awesome. Like see you later. Have a good rest of your year. You want to do, you know, approach these with the intention of building a relationship with them because that's how you make more money. Like I don't make a lot of money just cause I pitch and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to pay me for Instagram posts. It's because I'm like, Hey, here's what I want to do. Here's my idea. But I love to build a relationship with you and you know, work on more projects down the line. A lot of bloggers and influencers look at things too short-term when you really should look at things long-term because that's where you're going to make the money. That's how you're going to be able to make a career out of this. And I feel like the brands will see that by your pitch that you send them and they would rather yeah. have someone who's in the long game and is not just in it. Exactly. Post. Mm -hmm. then I feel like they'll just be like, ah, bye. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's what happens. And then people yeah. are like DMing me and they're like, I don't understand like these these brands aren't working with me and they're not answering me or they're saying they don't want to do anything. And I have good engagement. I have good content. I just don't understand. And I'm like, send me your pitch. And it's like super basic and it doesn't even share. Like, it's just so generalized. And I'm like, okay, well, first off, like, who are you even talking to? Like you're just talking in like what brand, you know, because you've told me nothing about what you know about them. And if you can't show them that you care, they're not going to care. They really are. You know, so you just have to, you know, share your vision and really show them that, you know, you, you care. So is there stuff on, say like on Instagram that you would say sticks out to brands? Like when it comes to like, maybe like photo content or just stuff that's useful for if you're trying to go down that career path, like hashtags, cause there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Like yeah. the photographer that you choose, how do you find the photographer? Do you have your yeah. boyfriend take it? Are you single? <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> What do you do? Yeah. So I do not have an Instagram husband or boyfriend <laughs> unless I make him take a photo. Um, and it's actually, you know, I, I'm very blessed that my roommate, actually my best friend is a photographer. And so she takes all of my photos. But before that, I've always, always, always worked with a professional photographer just because I wanted to have like really good photos and solid photos. I never wanted to just do iPhone photos. That just wasn't me. Some people kill it and all they do is iPhone photos. And that's great. Like if that's your niche and that's what people know you for awesome, but I've always done professional photos. And so I think that, you know, that really stands out to brands if you have solid content and if you can really, if you can, if brands can see that you have really made a connection with your audience, that you have a strong community, they care more about the community than they care about how many followers do you have at this point? Yes, that matters. And some brands are like, Oh, I only care about X amount of followers. But from what I've really noticed, even just having something like gal getaway also, I have this entire other community that I can, you know, serve. And so I can also do events for brands because I have girls that are wanting to come out and network and meet and talk about, you know, even just get invited to different influencer events. And so I think community plays a big part in it. If they can see that you're really connecting with your audience, are they answering questions in your captions? Like, are you doing call to actions and they're actually responding to those? Or do you have good story views? Because even just that I feel like is more telling than, oh, 
how many followers do you have and how many likes do you have and how many comments? Like if people are engaging on your stories that are answering those polls, they're responding in that question box, they're sending you DMs. Like those one-on-one -on -one conversations are more valuable to me than, than saying, Hey, love this. Or like, you look so cute or fun outfit it, or something. Yeah. Like killing it or something, you know? So I think that's really important. And I think, yeah, hashtags make a big role. I think if you're, you know, locally and there's local boutiques or restaurants or other bloggers you want to work with using those local hashtags, like, you know, here in Florida, there's, you know, Orlando blogger or Orlando bloggers or Florida bloggers or Florida blogger or Tampa <laughs> bloggers or Tampa photographers or things like that. And that's how a lot of brands find me for events and for restaurants is they're looking through these local hashtags, seeing my photos and liking them. And then, you know, reaching out and saying, Hey, we want to work with you. And then that's also how I found other creatives to collaborate with, or we've reached out through gal getaway to find girls that might like our events. So, you know, it's all like, it, there's a lot of different things and I know it can sound like, Oh my gosh, but where do I start? And I think it just starts with, you know, do have solid content, but then also start to create like these brain dumps of, you know, what kind of brands do I want to work with? What kind of content do I want to produce? What ideas do I have for collaborations? And then take them one by one and go through and see, okay, steps one, two, and three, how can I actually execute in order to make this a reality instead of it just being like, Oh, I just want to work with brands. And then people just kind of sit there and then they mope and they're like, I don't have enough followers. I don't have this. And it's like, you gotta sit there and you gotta say, no, I can do this and I'm freaking worth it. And I can totally make this happen. You just have to create, like for me, I'm just, I'm very strategic. I'm all about planning and I'm like, all right, steps one, two, and three, what are we going to do? So I just start with a brain dump and I do that with a lot of brands I'm working with, especially with gown getaway and doing new goodie bag sponsors and you know, how like sponsors for the house and finding new places and activities and things like that. Like how can I pitch this in a way where it's just so freaking aligned between their brand and my brand that it's an absolute no-brainer to just work together mm -hmm. and I feel like also with that it can be easy probably for some people to get trapped in like the I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this where you start saying yes to things that you don't even like align with. Mm -hmm. do you mm -hmm. feel like you say more no's now oh my gosh I literally say no every day <laughs> like, nope, no, I don't have time for that. No, I really don't want to do that. And I think when I first started, I, I was under the misconception that I just had to accept everything because that's how you build your media kit and that's how you gain experience. And I wish looking back that I didn't say yes to everything because it really burned me out. And it also just gave me a lot of anxiety because all the time I was thinking about, oh my gosh, I have to do this and I have to work on this collab. And then there's just so many and they just pile up on you and then you get overwhelmed. And so I think it really does matter, you know, picking out, okay, do I really love this brand? Am I behind their mission for the company? Do they see my vision? Are they willing to give me creative freedom with my content and with my captions and the hashtags that I use in the stories and how I promote it? Or are they trying to control everything that I'm trying to do? So it does like, I do say a lot more no's, but you know, every now and then I still accept free work. I think a lot of people think I only ever, ever, ever do paid. 90% of what I do is paid, but about 10% of what I, I do also isn't paid because I need free clothes to continue creating content. Mm -hmm. Or I would love to get a free meal because who doesn't like to eat, you know? So things like that I'll do for free. But most of the times I'm saying no, because I also like, if you spell my name wrong, like I'm not even, I'm, I don't even have time for this. I don't, I can't even <laughs> read through this email. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not going to work out. Or if you, I can tell like, have you ever gotten an email where you can tell it's a copy and paste email? Cause the yes. font is different. Oh my goodness. Oh, those are my favorite. Don't you just love those? I'm like, hi, yes. I'd love to work with you. Just kidding. You don't even, what are you doing? We don't so, even know my name. <laughs> literally like, please. I get like Kalea, like K-A-H-L-E-A-H -E -A, a lot. 
or like K-A-L-E-A. I'm like, what? What? Like, <laughs> I don't. I just read it and I'm like, I'm so shook right now. Like, please. People so, always say Jackie to me because they think it's what? like, I, it's like supposed to be lengthened. I was like, I would have added the IE if that's what I, <laughs> like, I would have added that, you think? Or if like, oh my gosh, hey, Jackie. Yeah, wow. even at work, my name tag says Jack and they'll just say, they'll be like, oh, hi, Jackie. I'm like, do you see? Like, can you read? <laughs> I put the easiest name on your book. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Name in the world. Yeah. So I definitely say a lot of no's and I, I'm very, very cautious too, because my, my biggest thing is I want to protect the trust of my audience. I care more about just really keeping that in a safe hold than working with a ton of brands and saying, Oh, I worked with this brand and I, this name brand and blah, 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 blah. Or I made this amount of money because I don't care because if you don't have the trust of your audience, it doesn't matter in the, in the end at all. So I'm really, really cautious about what I am promoting and making sure it completely aligns and it's authentic to me. And, you know, it's a product I've been using a lot, or I really do love the clothes, or I, I love what they're supporting and the mission behind their brand. Instead of just saying, oh yeah, I work with like this many brands and make this much money. I think people get caught up in that and they're like, it's a numbers thing. And it's, we gotta, we gotta eradicate that because that's what ends up, you know, ends up where like people are so overwhelmed and they're so anxious and they feel like they're just constantly not good enough or they're not working with enough brands or making enough money. And it's just like, you know, do what makes you happy. And you know, if you love that brand work with them and if you're not, if your gut instinct is like, mm, I don't really know. Like I have a lot of those and I just kind of, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm just not going to go with it. Even if it might be good money or it might be a good brand to work with. If I'm not fully aligned with it, I'm not pass hashtag pass. <laughs> I get you. And then, so for people who are wanting to get into more of the influencing or just maybe in their career in general, I feel like Gal Getaways is just perfect for this. It like combines your passion for brand (laughs) for marketing and then your passion. Yeah. So what or who are Gal Getaways for? Any, honestly, anyone, I just, I'm like the only requirement besides, unless it's like an age thing, you know, if it's like 21 plus or 18 plus next month is 18 plus. But besides that, just that you're kind of a female, I mean, not kind of a female, that you are a female, <laughs> just that you're, you know, a female because and a lot of people, like a lot of guys are like, are you going to do guy getaway? I'm like, probably not because I, probably not. I don't understand you guys. I only understand females sort of. <laughs> But it's, you know, just for women that are, you know, you can work a nine to five, you could be in corporate, you can be an influencer, an entrepreneur, a blogger, a photographer, a stay at home mom, or just a mom that also works or just anybody and everybody. I mean, the girls that come on this trip are from all different backgrounds and industries and perspectives and all different ages. I mean, I think the youngest I've ever had at one was about, this is like the first gal getaway. I had a 16 year old and then the oldest at that gal getaway was 44. So it was a big range, you know, but they were all just looking for community. They were all looking for just people to hang out with and talk to, you know, we, I don't feel like in our age of, you know, just media and being online and the screens and everything being at like the touch of our fingers that we're present enough. And so being able to step away and actually hang out in real life and not just like connect on an Instagram story or a live or in our DMs and meet and like share stories and you know, hear other people's hearts and understand their backgrounds and ask questions. And that's just so valuable. And it's, you know, invaluable in the sense of, you know, just 
being in person and meeting other people. So it's really for anybody and everybody that's just looking for community. The brand pillars for Gal Getaway are community, accountability, and inspiration. So if you're looking for to meet with other people and network, that's great. You're going to make community there. If you're looking to get ideas for new ventures or in marketing or in business or like how can you make, you know, extra income streams, that's going to be inspiration that you're going to gain there. And then for accountability, like you can, I've had girls that have become such close friends and now they're like, girl, you better get that product out or you better launch that website or you better pursue that idea or you better quit your job or whatever. And they really hold each other accountable. And so, you know, Gal Getaway is more than just like events and like us hanging out, like real friendships are actually made from that. I mean, I met Faith, who's now my roommate and my photography. We met at Gal Getaway that we met through Instagram and then we met in real life and just connected. I mean, I think like four of my closest friends I met on Instagram, no lie. And then we mm -hmm. met in real life and now we're friends. And so, you know, I think it's just important to step out from behind the screen and actually, you know, put yourself out there, invest in yourself and just take a weekend or take, you know, a night off and just go meet other girls and drink a glass of wine and get some, eat some donuts and stuff, you know, like let's just not hang out and, you know, get together. And so it really is just for anybody and everybody that's, you know, looking for community accountability and inspiration. And I know you have speakers at your events because I went to mm -hmm. the one yes. in, where was it? it was in Lake Mary. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Outside of Orlando. And so you have speakers. So what can you expect yeah. to learn like from the people who are speaking? I don't know if that happens at every single one that you have or like, what can you expect? Yeah. So sometimes I kind of, I like try and switch it up. So I'll have a workshop that's, you know, very hands-on and then I'll have an event where I'll have speakers or I'll at least be speaking and teaching on a specific subject. Then we have our trips, which is the Galentine's getaway where we go like stay in a house for a weekend. And those are, that's like the Oahu one that we did in the Texas and then obviously CS to key next month. So, uh, with the events that we do when we have panel speakers, it really just depends. I try and always make sure that we have a diverse group there. So people that, you know, worked in corporate for a long time or have always been an entrepreneur or never went to school or do have a degree or, you know, have a background in inbound marketing or in digital marketing or from a PR agency. And so I try and bring all these different perspectives because I don't want people to come and just hear from me as an influencer and entrepreneur. I want people to come and hear from everybody and anybody, because I think everybody has some, you know, kind of wisdom and valuable knowledge to impart on people that are coming out to these things. And so even something that I want to do, you know, later this year is I want to do a panel with brands. And so instead of having influencers up on the panel or people that have worked with influencers or, you know, done brand work, I want to have brands up there saying, this is what we're looking from influencers. This is what, you know, we want to see in order to move forward with a partnership or in order to build a relationship. Um, these are the things you're missing. This is how you can do better, that kind of thing. And so you know, switching things, so like switching idea. the, you know, turning the tables and showing the other side because it's always two-sided. It's not just what do we do and what do we want? It's what do they want? What are they looking for? What gaps do they need to fill? So that's something I want to do. But I mean, even with, I mean, I do events also from Kaylee and Nicole. So something I'm doing, you know, later this year is I'm doing a two day business intensive. So we'll be in a city for two days, working like 10 hour days back to back, like building up your website, talking to a lawyer, talking about tax, how to, you know, save for your taxes, fill out forms, write contracts, negotiate, you know, every, every single possible thing you could need to know about running a business. We're going to pack into two days and do this intensive and that's going to be a part. And then I'm also wanting to do, you know, eventually another conference and a pitching conference. And so I just want everything that I'm doing between Kaylee and Nicole and between Gal Getaway to be something that's offering so much value to people where they can actually go to these events 
take something and then have actionable steps to apply them afterwards. Because I think that there's a lot of conferences and events and workshops where it's really inspirational and it gets you fired up. But then afterwards you have no idea how to move forward. Yeah, you you're kind of feel like sensory overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you're like, uh, like this was fun and all, but like, what do I do now? And so now, you know, with Gal Getaway, I'm having a digital resource library. So girls can come to this event, you know, talk to me, we'll do a group Q and a, and then afterwards dig into all these resources and then be able to ask me questions like through my office hours. Same thing for the conference. Like we had a digital resource library that was worth over like $10,000. So the girls can leave there, go home, dig into this and really like hone in and start, you know, taking steps towards executing and making their dreams you know, a reality, which sounds so cliche, but you can't make these things happen if you're not taking steps towards achieving them. And if you're just like gaining inspiration, 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 like you only get so much inspiration before you should actually do, you know? So that's what I aim to kind of change and make different about, you know, my events in comparison to other ones. I really want people to feel like they can walk out and there are things that they can actually do. And then I know you mentioned the conferences and like the speaking engagements that do you want to do. Do you have anything else planned for 2019 that you can share? Oh my gosh. I have so much. Um, well, I'm working on a couple books. (laughs) So those, I don't know. (laughs) Yikes. I'm you girl, you know me. I'm all over the place. I'm always doing crazy things. So yeah, I'm working on a couple books because I'm working on one for Gal Getaway about community and just the importance of building that community, you know, with other like-minded women. And then I'm also working on one from Kaylee Nicole, which has just kind of been like my, like low-key a biography, but not because I want it to be like a book basically about everything that I've learned over the past few years. Also, you know, tied in like in, in it will be like a workbook. So as I'm talking about my story, actionable steps that you can take and things that you can do, Mm -hmm. you know to, you know, break your limiting beliefs or set, you know, your goals and actually achieve them and things like that. Cause I just, I hate things that are so fluffy that are just like fluff, 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 like <laughs> nothing, you know, nothing of substance. Like I don't want no fluff over here. Yeah. So I'm working on those, a lot of different events. I'm starting, you know, a couple group coaching programs, which I'm really excited about and hopefully traveling more and getting great content all around the world. No. Um, and then graduating that's, I'm very excited about that. And then I'll be able to work on business and stuff more. So yeah, those are some of the things, some of the things I can't talk about, which lame, but those are are some of the things that are happening. (laughs) And then how do people get involved in the gal getaways? Where do they go to find out about them, get involved in them? Cause your next one, the only one that you have so far that you've released, right. Is the Galentine's. Yes. So I really, to build hype, I wait, we wait to release them until like after, so like after the next one, next month, we'll release another one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're going to start a wait list soon and we're still building the website on the back end, but where you can, everyone can find us now is at gal getaway on Instagram. So that's where I post all the updates and my team, you know, just kind of engages with everyone and, you know, answers questions and whatnot. So that's the best place. I also shout it out on my personal Instagram at Kaylee and Nicole. And besides that, yeah, I'm building, I'm like kind of all over the place. I'm like, everything is in construction mode because I'm redoing my website. I'm building the gal getaway website. And so we're just building a bunch of things behind the scenes, but soon it will all be finalized. But yeah, Instagram is kind of the best place to find us now. And then obviously on Facebook too. And I have a little Facebook group for Gal Getaway as well. So if you search Gal Getaway on Facebook, you can find our Facebook group and there's a fun community in there. And we just kind of hang out and chat and take pictures of each other and hang out. (laughs) And do you have some eBooks out now or like any learning materials that you can look up? 
Yeah. So I have two eBooks out right now on my site. One is called, um, building your brand through partnerships. So that one's all about obviously building your brand through partnerships and just working with brands, pitching, pitching the brands. I have like my sponsored post equation in there and basically a little bit about, you know, what I currently charge for Instagram posts and blog posts. I kind of break that down and I'm very transparent about those numbers. And then I also have a media kit guide. So that has a media kit template in there, the exact media kit that I use, like all the different sections that you should have as a blogger, influencer, entrepreneur, when you're pitching the brand. And then also it breaks it down in the guide of like why you should include these things, you know, how to utilize it in your pitches, that kind of thing. And then very soon, uh, next week, ideally I'll be launching like a little pitching series and I have some webinars that are coming out soon. So lots of things to come. It's just, I'm literally in construction mode, but I do have those two eBooks out now and then more is to come soon. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Revival Podcast. If you thoroughly enjoyed it just as much as I believe you did, please make sure that you go and leave a review on my iTunes and let me know all of your thoughts. And make sure to stay tuned to even more episodes that are going to continue to drip all the gold in the world.